I did finish my Chick-fil-A, bro. That's okay, man. You didn't have to rush. I didn't rush. I did rush. And welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Nathan and McCarty with the First of All Podcast. I just wanted everybody to know, as I'm starting this, it is just so much snow is coming down right now in Indiana, and McCarty's probably in nice weather in Atlanta, probably nicer weather than this. Um, I'm wearing oh, today. See, that just that'll kill you. But uh, let's go ahead and jump right into another another episode of the First of All Podcast. Nate, you said it's snowing, bro. It's like big snowing. It's like big snowing. And McCarty, you and I have talked about this several times. It has been one of those situations where at at some if you watch one channel, we're getting one to two inches of snow. If you watch another one, um, you should go to the store and stock up for the next five days. Um, because you won't be able to leave your house kind mm-hmm. of snow. And we're we're we fell somewhere in the middle. Um I'm not, you know, I'm not a And what are trying to say is i'll tell you it's that you need no formal education or sense or validity to be a meteorologist as a matter of fact and i don't want to be that guy like i don't want to say that and and even though i think it often i don't want to but at some point when you say there's going to be zero percent snow and then it snows and then when you say at some point it's going to be a hundred percent snow and then it doesn't snow that makes absolutely no sense to me you should be – here's the thing. Think of any other instance in all of the professional world where you can be completely wrong about your job basically every day and there's no consequence. There's not – and there's not one. And there's not. And and, and it just – it takes nothing to be a meteorologist. I heard somebody say, I'm going to school to be a meteorologist, and I immediately thought, you're going to school for nothing. You're going to school to eventually be a liar is what you're doing. And the fact that people pay money to get an education and something like that. I get it like sky patterns and like, you know, maybe this cloud looks like it's full enough to like get, you know, get rid of things. I just, I've never understood percentages. I've never understood how a radar is wrong. And I just, I I know people like that, that have gone to school to be a meteorologist too. And guys, you know what, if you're angry because you're currently studying it, get on our Facebook and write a, don't write a bad review, but just like write a comment. Okay. Just like write a comment on our Facebook, or just like drop out. Just drop you out. You could also. also do that, but I comment first, and we'll talk. Yeah. The other thing too is, uh, I don't think those people use. I don't think any of the like meteorologists in like, like on the news. I don't think they're the ones that are predicting the weather. I think they just read off the screen. There's like weather services or like weather centers that are like government run around the country. There's one in Memphis because I used to get those, you hear those radio things, like when they interrupt the broadcast and they go, yeah, that they always said the national weather service in Memphis. And then it would like tell you what's happening. Like they're not, those people on TV aren't the ones doing that. They're just getting the report and then repeating it. So you go to school for nothing, bro. I'm telling you got all these machines nowadays that do everything. Speaking of, if you don't mind speaking of i want to talk a little bit about the, i do uh, mind but I want to talk ahead. a little bit about the uh the wave the last two christmases which has been maybe the last three the crock pot's been around for a long time but i want to talk a little bit about the uh instant pot and the air fryer mccarty are you are you uh familiar with either of these things 
I don't think I know what the instant pot is. Uh, I do know what they, well, I have heard the term air fryer and I know what those two words mean separately. If you didn't say them together. Uh, and my, actually my roommate has an air fryer and I've only seen them use it one time. It's first of all, it's huge. It's like a big thing. It takes up a lot of counter space. And one time he got it out and then I put it up and then he immediately got it out again as if to say passive aggressively, this thing will live on this counter, which I don't love, but you know, some battles are not worth fighting. And one time, the only experience I've seen him like use it, he was making wing chicken wings and he got the wings out and they were wet from like grease. You know, the, the, the fryer cooked the wings in grease. And I was like, where's the air part? I don't see that there's any less grease on this. I don't, I don't understand what we're talking about. And if the, what I know about air fryers is true, it's really just a convention oven is all it is. And they used to get, my little sisters used to have one of those and make little cakes, little baby cakes with them. So I don't know if they just reinvented that or what the oven, what was it? Was it the mini bake, mini bake oven or something? I don't know. I, I, think, I don't even know they had a name, but I feel like every little girl in the history of America Man, I used had to one on that thing more than my sister did. The the instant pot, from what I understand, and I feel like this is the best analogy we're going to get. If the crock pot is the oven, the instant pot is the microwave. If the crock pot is the oven. So, like, I think they essentially do uh, similar things. Elaborate. The instant pot is faster. It's like nuking it. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I got you. Okay. That okay, was a good analogy. And then, and then the air fryer. Here's what I'll say about the air fryer. It's magical. Okay? And I get I get where you're saying with your roommate. Does he listen to this podcast? No. Nah, okay. I, I think he no, did no. it wrong. That's all I'm going to say. I think he was doing it wrong. There's absolutely no... Like, the cleanup is literally, like, you just dump the thing over, stuff falls out, you just run some water in it and pour the water out. That's it. There's no grease. There's nothing. So, he probably just fried something up weird. But, essentially, it's it does the fry job without any grease, without any mess. And we've used it a few times now. We've used it on wings. We've used it on, you know, I try to make fried pickles. And then we've made these, like, Chick-fil-A-like sandwiches. And they've all been fantastic. But they don't. Does your air fryer live on the counter? It does, but we, you know, we got one of those nice ones, so it looks nice up there. Oh, okay. It looks like a work of art. A what? A yeah, work of like art. A, you know, it's one of those ninjas, so it kind of matches the grayscale scheme we have going on. But yeah, so essentially, <laughs> um, it, it does what the a regular fryer can do, just not to the standard of a regular of regular frying. Does that make sense? Well, the standard is that regular frying is all all the time delicious and most of the time very Absolutely. unhealthy. So that's that's about where you're at. You you know you get your health back just a little bit, um, but you do lose out just I mean a, just a little bit on taste. A fraction, a very fraction. But what I wanted to say anyway, this whole thing I wanted to say is, at what point? I mean, here here pretty soon. Like, what's the next thing? You know, what's the next Christmas? What's the big thing? Because at some point, we're not going to have to do anything. And so. Guys, we need to do something. We can't just do nothing. We can't be all we can't all be meteorologists. Right. And and maybe meteorologists need some kind of device that they don't have to do anything because then, you know, at least if there was a machine out there, at least it would say like, 
you know, it could snow today. That is smarter than saying it's not possible for it to stand and it snows. Bro, you're preaching to the choir there. It was interesting. I was trying to think of like what um what like convenient tool we need that we don't have already. But and I was thinking mostly in the kitchen, but I feel like how much more like efficient and simple can we get in the kitchen, really? With like microwaves, these now the, the air fryer, even though I don't know what an instant pot is, like that thing, like how much more could we do to make it easy other than just like not even having, not even buying the food from the store and you can somehow like just make it. If the air fryer was like a 3D printer and it just printed out whatever food you wanted, that would be tight. But I don't know that we can, we could simplify the kitchen experience any more than we well, already have. I've told have. you about the pancake printer, haven't I? Yeah, but that's like a yeah, real it's thing, real. Though, isn't it's it? Pancakes. You just type in how many you want, it prints them out. I wonder what kind of paper yeah. you need for that. Um, well, speaking of things in the kitchen and, and uh, baking, uh, I, I said something profound the other day, and, and most of what I say is profound. It's not all written down, you know, it's not in the Bible or anything, but it's, it's, it's noteworthy, is I'll say that. And uh, I said something profound the other day, and I said, people that take pride in baking, uh, like desserts or, you know, food that goes in the oven, people that take pride in baking are just really good readers, and I'll live by that. I, I truthfully don't know that there's a such thing as being like an excellent baker or like a above another person in baking because baking is just reading instructions and we all can do that. There are people that are better at it than others or people that are maybe more creative at following the instructions, but in general, you're just a really good reader and uh, you can't change my mind on that, but I'll give you a second to comment because I'm going to live. No, I, I completely agree. And I pride myself, as you know, in my baking skills. And if somebody were to ask me what my baking skills were, McCarty, what would you say my baking skills are? Uh, reading is what I would say, but also yeah, chocolate and chip I, And I'm, I'm really good at chocolate chip cookies. And uh, in terms of chocolate chip cookies, I get the dough and I, I put it on a pan and I cook it. I bake it, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Uh, the recipe tells me, you know, how, where to preheat it and, and what to put it on, and, that, and I do that. Yeah, and that, and you know what? That's all it is to be a good baker. And I don't, have much, I don't have much to elaborate on that. I just feel like the world needed to know that if you think you're a good baker, you're not. You're a good reader. So forever. Yeah, but here's what that. I don't understand. And McCarty, you're a better cook than me. I'm just going to admit it now. You're a better cook than I am. Oh, that's facts. I'm, I'm when one you of the have best a ever. recipe, that is reading it, right? And making it. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I have never, not one time, followed a recipe and done it right. It has never come out tasting good. No matter what I do, I do everything, every single thing it says, and it does not come out right. Well, for one, you have no parenting. I mean, that's we've been knowing that because just look at you. But secondly, you must not be like stirring right or like using the right kind of dishes or something. Like, come on, some of but that, that stuff is doesn't matter. Never specified. You have to have the right equipment. It just says, put do this stuff together, and this will come out. 
they don't specify that stuff. What do you, I mean, what is it saying, Nate? I mean, just really analyze it, bro. It's a you problem. Oh, I, I'm sure it's an operator error. I'm, I'm, I'm completely sure that it's my fault. I'm just saying I don't get it how I can, how I can do, how I can make the best cookies in the world, but I can't make, you know, uh, chicken parmesan or something. I'll tell you this, my mom, uh, love her dearly. She talks, I mean, she talks a lot. She, she mostly doesn't, she mostly never talk, never not talks. Where you She's just always talking. Well, at least I have something relevant to say. Most of what she says is like, was that English or what? Like, wh what was that? And it's cause she's from the middle of nowhere. And I mean, just the middle, just right smack in the middle of nowhere. And there's nothing there. I don't ever want to go back. Uh, but she, I love cornbread. It's one of my favorite things. And when I say cornbread, I mean like the really dry kind. Like it's like sand, if sandpaper was a food, that's the kind of cornbread I like. Cause some people want to say they like cornbread, but it's like a dessert kind of thing. And that's not what I'm talking about. I actually don't like that at all. Uh, but there's like a, there's like a side dish type thing in the South that's uh, cornbread and it's like very dry. And it's super easy to make. It's it's a baking item. So you just follow the instructions, put it in the oven, and then it turns out to be amazing. And same what Nate's talking about. He's following the instructions, and then it just doesn't turn out right. My mom, for some reason, she's a great cook. She can make anything. For some reason, couldn't make cornbread. It's the most simple thing ever to make. And she just screwed it up every time. For, so for my whole childhood, my two, I had a great grandmother and a grandmother and they knew I loved cornbread. So they would just randomly make it for me and bring it. And that was the only time I got to enjoy cornbread because my mom sucked so bad at making it. And I don't know why, but just forever, she always sucked at it. So Nate, you and her could just have like a little therapy session. Maybe on that, that first is. time got in her head and she just, just couldn't do it. <laughs> she just scarred for life. Um. I'd tell you this funny story, dude. I actually have two funny stories, but I don't know if we'll have time for both because I want to leave time for uh, – Nate gave me a, a subject to talk about, or he's going to talk about. Says All he said was royal titles, so intriguingly vague there, but we'll leave time for that. But I can tell you this funny story, and then we'll get into that. So I was at Kroger, uh, K. Rogers for, uh, is what the locals call it and what me and my sister call it. But my older – I was on the phone – Walking up and down the aisles, I was on the phone with my older sister. And you guys should know, my older sister just had uh, her first baby, my first niece, and she's the best thing that ever happened to me. And look, babies are useless. They are. They can't do anything. But this baby, I love to death. And I don't know why, but I just do. And my sister, so I call my older sister all the time just to like ask how the baby's doing and the baby does nothing. So that never, the answer never changes. But anyway, I was talking to my sister and her and her husband just recently paid somebody to take pictures of the baby, which is one of the weirder things in the world because that baby's not going to look the same even in like a month. So I don't even understand why people do the baby picture thing. And then on top of that, bro, and I, tell me if, uh, Nate, tell me if your brother did this when they had their first kid, but they take pictures of the baby naked. Did your brother do that? I don't think they did the naked thing. Okay. I think it's weird, but a lot of people do it. And I, I don't get it. I don't get why the baby has to be naked in all the pictures, but she is. 
in some of them. And anyway, my sister was like, oh, I wish I could tell the story exactly how it happened because it was hilarious. But my sister said, oh, McCarty, I haven't sent you the pictures of Evie. Uh, they all came back. And I said, well, I don't really want to see pictures of her as if she's naked. And there, the whole time there's a guy right behind me in Kroger. And then the next thing was my sister said, well, I send you pictures. I guess I could just send them to you on your phone. And I said, no, I prefer Snapchats every day. So back-to-back sentences were, no, I don't want to see her naked, <laughs> but I prefer Snapchats every day. <laughs> and I said, out loud, I go, oh my God, Millie, there's somebody behind me. I wonder what these guys things we're talking about. <laughs> it was so weird. And then I realized that the context, you had to have known the context of what I was saying for that not to be the weirdest conversation anybody's ever heard in a Kroger aisle. But I just busted out laughing because it was really funny. Um, and that was the whole story. But my, I don't get the ba- the naked baby picture thing. Uh, it's a thing that people do and probably will forever do. So there's that. Yeah, that guy needs to mind his own business. Yeah, dude, say I'm on life. Um, Nate, what's tell me about this vagavity of royal titles? I was actually thinking that if we just at the beginning of every podcast just said like the topic title of everything we we're going to talk about, people would just be <laughs> amazed at how it just how it comes together. <laughs> That's true, actually, dude. You'd really be amazed at like what I write down and then what it actually comes out to yeah. be. Because my title for that last segment was talking about naked babies at Kroger, <laughs> which is not really what I said, but this is what I wrote down to make me remember it. So we had talking about naked babies in Kroger, and then you asked me what I said. I said air fryer and royal titles. And- Royal titles, yeah, and I have no, I mean, the air fryer self-explanatory, but I don't know what royal titles means. I, okay, I've been watching this show called uh, The Crown on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, people, what's it about Elizabeth? It's about Elizabeth, right? yep. Yeah. And she's, she's still alive, matter of fact. She's just, Who cares? <laughs> I mean, I mean she, I, you so she is old. And I don't know <laughs> how old. old old is, but like. Think about if you were the if you were the uh, like run not runner up what's the if you were the next, next in, line. in line there it is, there it is, there it is. Uh, if you were if you were the next in line this woman is old and she's still the queen he can't be king until she's done being queen you understand <laughs> dude I like runner up though <laughs> he can't be the runner up I like the runner up too and the and the funny thing is is I've been watching the crown. And from from everything that they make it seem like, and this is a historical thing, you know, from everything they make it seem like, it's terrible to be queen or king. Like, you have so much responsibility, and, like, it's just an awful ordeal. So I feel like this woman is just hanging on so that her kid doesn't have to become king. But It's, like, the most loving thing she can do to not allow him. Yeah, which is really funny because, you know, everybody's always talking about, oh, you know, it's so cool to be – to be that, and that's what brings me to what I wanted to talk about with royal titles. I don't like how, and this is not our government system, so I'm just going to say it. I don't like how you can just be a prince one day, prince and princess, and the next day you just say, you know what? I don't really want to do this anymore. And you just renounce your royal titles. I get and all of a sudden, you're just not Prince Harry, you're just Harry. 
Right, you're just ordinary. And then the whole focus of it was, you know, we, we want to step away from like the media life. They are going to follow you for years, if not for oh, the rest of your life, because of this decision. It's not- like you're trying to make a decision to be normal, which is the most abnormal thing you could have done. Right. They did something that very – to me, it seems like very few people have ever done because they're making a huge deal out of it. But just watching this show and then and then watching this unfold with, uh, you know, young young Meghan Markle and her uh, mm-hmm. her husband, whose name is just Harry now, mm-hmm. um, is fascinating. That is that actually true though? Like in the media, they don't call him Prince Harry anymore. Yeah, they don't they don't call him anything. They can't because you know you're supposed to go your royal highness with some stuff like that. They had to renounce those titles. They can't call them that. Like you just can't. That is so interesting, dude. It is. It is. And in in the in this show, not to give anything away, but the original king, um, Elizabeth was not meant to be the original queen, but the original king uh, abdicated the throne and, and renounced his title. Um, and then his younger brother took over, who was Elizabeth's dad. But I just found all of this so fascinating that you can just say, like, you know, I was born into it, and this is a monarchy, but I'm just not feeling it, so I'm gone. <laughs> it's like if you're gonna. It's also like you wouldn't do that though if you didn't have like a really good backup plan, right? And this dude, the you know the king that abdicated, he just essentially was like, you know, just pay me, pay me like a royalty, and he just made a lot of money and didn't really do anything. But I just don't get how if you're gonna have a government system. You know, it's not really the gov- their government, but if you're going to have a monarchy and you're going to say we're going to have a monarchy, I I don't think you should be able to just say. You can't quit like I'm a Maxwell. That's my last name. I couldn't just be like, nah, and then you just get a different name. bro. Right. And like we're in a democracy and like so like, you know, you know, the president, whatever, can step down. We can do whatever. But I just feel like if you're going to say for thousands of years that you're in a monarchy and you have a king and queen and it's such a big deal. I mean, it should just be a big deal to just to just step away. Who am I? Well, you're you're a peasant is what you are. That's what I would be. I absolutely would be. Um, <laughs> dude, I got this other. Oh, go ahead. I interrupted you. I was just gonna say that's all I had about royal titles. I just I find it very very interesting. No, I think you're right, bro. I did not know that they just like don't call him like your highness or whatever anymore. I that's think like so like, weird, dude. Yeah, I think it's like a huge deal. Like you just like you can't. Like you. It's shouldn't. probably like a disrespect. It's like a disrespect to the royal family if you just out of nowhere like are calling this guy that's not affiliated with them anymore. Oh, you know? sure. Uh, this, uh, my, so my little sister, bro, love her. Her name is Maggie with a Y. Uh, Nate knows her very well. Um, I said that weird. Like, they haven't kissed or anything, but he does know her. I don't think anybody uh, was thinking that. Okay, I just feel like I need to say it. She definitely would never kiss Nate is really what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> Nate. I like, would. What? Let me just preface this story uh, with everything that you're saying about her. The very first time I actually spoke to her, we were about six, six to eight floors up in a parking garage. And she looked down and said, you know, it's OK if you jump. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that story. <laughs> I have laughed very few times out loud. Very few. And Maggie has has made me laugh twice out loud. <laughs> what was the other time I was on the cruise, right? Yeah, I was about to eat something. She was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was going to try to eat noise. 
it's only really funny if you were there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so my sister, this is not related to the story I actually want to say, but my sister was like, how's your podcast going? You know, and what do you learn from her saying that is that she doesn't listen. So how rude. Uh, secondly, she said she doesn't listen because it's just like talking to me and she, I talk to her every day, which is true. So also a compliment. Um, but she said she wanted to be on the podcast and I was like, of all people that want to be on, you don't even listen to it. How am I going to let you be on it? But we'll see. Um, but she said, you should talk about me more. (laughs) I was like, very few people want me to talk about them on the podcast because we don't say like super encouraging things on here. It's usually making fun of people anyway. So my sister is single now. Uh, I say that because it's relevant, but she got broken up with in like December or something. And she's been single for the last couple of months. And she's been going out on a lot of dates with guys that she didn't really know very well before. Or she's like met in her new adult life, that kind of thing. And this one guy, I think she met him at church. So that like alone was enough for her to be like, oh, this could be something because he's a church guy and like loves the Lord and all those things that she's looking for. And that of course I would look for and somebody that uh, would pursue her anyway. um, This guy also not relevant to the story, but is in the army reserve. And I don't know why I feel like I need to say that, but we call him the army guy. That's how she refers to him. And the other day, dude, the weirdest, I think this is so weird, bro. She was, she was in New York for work and her uh, luggage broke and she had to get like new luggage and she was t- texting this guy and was like, dang, man, my luggage broke. I got to get some new ones. I got to get some new luggage, but I don't have money for it. You know, I'm going to have to get something cheap. And this dude said, oh, don't worry about it. I'll send you money, which is like, mm, don't do that. That's weird. And so they've never been on a date or anything. They've met a couple of times, but never been on a date. Like, don't send me money. That's freaking weird. And then she was like, oh, ha, ha, that would be awesome. Just like playing along with it. And then this dude sent her the money or sent her some money, which is big red flag, big red flag. But then, bro, this is the funny part. Then she checks. It's on Venmo. So she checks the Venmo to see like what it is. And it's money from this guy, bro. She said the luggage she wanted was sixty five dollars. This dude sent her ten dollars, bro. He didn't. He, he sent money, but then he only sent her ten dollars. What kind of weird like interaction is that? I cannot fathom why this guy did that. I don't know where the ten dollars came from. Dude. So I don't get it. There are so many, so many thoughts. So know, many layers, bro. So many. I was like, okay, you know, maybe she got herself a, a sugar daddy. Okay, here we go with the sugar daddy, and then, and then he sends ten dollars. And then he feels like he <laughs> so saved the weird, day dude. dollars. Why? What is the logic, bro? <laughs> said, First of all, sending said, money to somebody you don't even know, and then you send them ten dollars, dude. It's so weird. And you said I had to mention. I don't know why I had to mention he was in the Army Reserve. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. That is part. Of, I don't know why it's part of the story. That's just how we refer to him, uh, Army guy. And then on top of that, this man said. He does dentistry for the Army Reserves. And she was like, oh, cool, you're a dentist. He's like, no, I like work in the dentist office. And I was like, that's not doing dentistry, dude. There's you can't so many- claim that. No. That's like he like, you just- I don't know, answers the phone or something. 
Yeah, it's like saying you're like a secretary at a doctor's office and you do doctor work or something. You do doctory. You can't claim that. No, you definitely can't. It's oh, dude. It's all. He's also short. I just feel like now we just have to tell you know we have to tell every detail about this guy because he's a weirdo. But he's short. He's in the army reserves. He does dentistry, but not actually. Uh, and he sent my sister for sixty five dollar luggage. He sent ten dollars. So well, can you please keep us updated as we move forward through the podcast <laughs> on this story? Yeah. I told her he's probably a yikes for me, and uh, she shouldn't see him anymore. But he is very entertaining. Clearly, yeah, I was so. gonna say he's gonna be a no for me, but. Uh... Just keep him around for a little while for the podcast. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, we're getting about about that time. Uh, I will wrap us up. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this is the first of all podcast with your boy McCarty, the country one, and then Nate, the one with the big lips. And we they appreciate can't. you guys. You can hear them, bro. They you can hear them. Smack. I know, but you can tell that you have big lips. Uh, and we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we do this every Thursday, uh, episodes every Thursday. And you can check us out on our Facebook page. That's the best way to like get connected to our community and see the new episodes every week. Um, but we will do this again next week, as we do every week. Uh, and again, thanks for uh, joining. And you guys have a good week.